1: Oh, and welcome to today's independent travel podcast. I chuckle because I'm coming to you from the top floor of a very very large car park and the reason I'm here is because the car park is looking across at an excellent piece of infrastructure designed to hugely increase connectivity in this corner of southeast Kent. I'm in beautiful Ashford looking across at the uh, North Downs. It's a spectacular view from up here but what captures the eye is the very impressive and expensive uh, infrastructure directly ahead and I'm going to walk through the overpass over a easy dual carriageway and take you in there. Here we are uh, high speed one that is the name of the Line that runs from here across to London St Pancras International. And that is really useful in terms of southeastern trains, which get to the capital in about, well, 15 seconds flat. I exaggerate, but not by much. Along the way, they stop at Ebbsfleet Station in northwest Kent, um, south of the Thames, and a bit of a sort of car park in the middle of nowhere. But Crucially, these stations are designed to be connected with France and with Belgium, and in time maybe even with the Netherlands. But for the past two years and a bit, they have not been. At the start of the Covid pandemic, when Eurostar's passenger numbers collapsed and remained so for basically two full years, um, about the first thing that happened was that uh, stops were taken out of the timetable and that includes the uh, excellent station here at Ashford International as well as Ebb's fleet and indeed across the other side of the channel um, Calais Fraton, a very handy station actually for anywhere in the Pas de Calais um, it even has an interchange for trains to beautiful Boulogne so that's all very good except that Eurostar has been completely concentrating on connecting the big cities, London, Paris, Brussels, Amsterdam. And, oh goodness me, I'm just seeing a sign here saying, this way, Disneyland, closer than you think, because previously there were trains direct from here uh, to Marne-la-Vallée, which was the stop for Disneyland. Um, Here we are. Welcome to Eurostar, it says. Uh, another um, cartoon character urging me to um, get to, to Disneyland. There's, would you believe, a marvellous mural. Uh, beautifully done, actually, pastel coloured. Um, if you wanted to, you could catch a train from here to London, St Pancras, and then you would go back along the very same line to get back here and into France. Oh. This is the station hall. It looks like a really attractive place to begin a journey. There's another vast mural showing Eurostar trains racing through the station and crowds of people waiting for them. How lovely. Um, The reason you can hear voices is that this isn't completely a ghost terminal because it's also the uh, uh, entrance from the south into Ashford International Station. Look, it was really sensible to put a Eurostar service here because from Ashford you can get very easily by train to Hastings across Romney Marsh. Fascinating journey there. You can get to Canterbury, to Margate, to Ramsgate, uh, Dover, Folkestone. Really good uh interchange facilities here and the idea is that you would come in from one of those stations or indeed you park your car in the car park i started this uh podcast in and you would um then get onto the go through security and that's the crucial thing it's really uh, normally it's really cheap stopping a train at a station Uh, there's some energy loss there's some time loss uh, but here, crucially, you need to have security staff who are going to be checking the um, uh, every passenger who gets onto the train. Uh, You're probably going to need some border force people for the people coming in, and that's all very expensive. And it's the sort of thing that you are not going to be able to afford if you are Eurostar, and you are losing an astonishing amount of money. Unlike uh, the domestic rail services in which every single job was preserved and billions of pounds in cash was um, put in. The um, Eurostar services, uh, basically owned partly by French railways, partly by a Canadian uh, firm, um, have have, uh, effectively been just left to lose an awful lot of money now they're making money again i hope i can't believe the sorts of prices that i am seeing um, for london to paris uh, brussels amsterdam it's great that they are the trains are looking pretty full as well but there is no sign of trains coming back to Kent, stopping at Ashford, or indeed Epsleet, until 2023. Everybody's cheesed off with that, um, not least because there's some extraordinarily expensive infrastructure here, just empty, and people are missing the opportunities to uh, uh, have um, all the travel that they might want. Having said that, when the trains do come back i mean ashford to be fair was always marginal um, like uh, calais there are only typically sort of three trains a day or something not very good at all um, use it or lose it i think is the uh, term meanwhile if you find yourself in ashford international or on your way somewhere um well worth coming to have a look at uh, the place here because it is a fascinating uh, site and let's just hope that it gets reconnected with Europe sometime soon. Well that's all for now, thank you very much indeed for listening, I will deal with the uh, uh, the bag uh, which somebody seems to have left behind and uh, take it to a um, railway official um, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk and of course I will be joining you again tomorrow for now thanks very much for joining me